everyone. Hello and welcome back. <laughs> if you're new, welcome. Hello. It's us again. If you don't know who us are, <laughs> well, welcome. <laughs> it's what she said, the podcast. My name is Koi. My name is Shiro. And today on the podcast, we have Riggs. Riggs Poet, also known as Onyango Tieno. Jagged it right? Yeah, that's actually the other way around. Yes, Onyango Tieno, also known as Riggs. I was about to say that. <laughs> but that works. <laughs> We, we want people to identify themselves the way they want to be identified on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay, Rix is fine. Rix is okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's our fourth guest as part of our 100 episodes, What She Said Project. Mm-hmm. And she'll continue more about it. So we are planning to have 100 guests. Uh, we don't know if that is going to equate 100 episodes, <laughs> but we want to have 100 guests mm-hmm. for this new thing that we are doing. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. So this is the fourth guest of mm-hmm. 100. Yeah. Wow. Welcome. So if you're new here, welcome once again. This is not the first project we're doing as what she said. There are lots of other episodes. Old episodes. Very, very This old is episodes. just season four. Yeah, we're on season four. Yeah. We are, we are very organized. We're on season four. So it's season one to three that you can catch up on. Yeah. And then this one is the one where at least we're talking to other people. The other ones we're talking like... To ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> To each other. Yes, to each other, <laughs> then ourselves, then each other, mm. then me to me, then her to her. Yeah. 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 So yeah, check us out. Um the socials, uh what she said pod K E mm-hmm. on Instagram. And then we're also on YouTube. So if you love what you're seeing, you can see us over and over again as much as you want. Replay, pause, rewind, everything. Views going up. Thanks. And then also, if you don't have time to watch the video, you can also catch us on audio. We are on Anchor, which links to all the places you can find podcasts. So yes. you can just drop the Anchor link in our description box. Yes, if you found our socials, mm-hmm. the link is there. Yeah. Yep, 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 <laughs> to yep, everything. Yeah. Also, we have a Discord. What is Discord? Discord is an app. And on this app, we have like a group chat uh-huh. where we talk to everyone, all of you. It's like to go, but like in 2020. <laughs> in what? 2021. It's to go, Are but in 2021. Is to go still here? I don't even know. I think it is. Wow. But you, even Clubhouse has the same premise. Ish, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just shout into the abyss and then somehow people... <laughs> shout back. They shout back. But now um, Discord... Okay, now the interesting thing about Discord is we have like uh, view... Okay. How can I break this down? There are... Audio, there's an audio channel uh-huh. and then there's the text channel. So we can text and we can talk to each other. We can even have viewing parties of episodes. Yeah. It's interesting. So link to the Discord is everywhere. On the socials, in the description, in the YouTube. Probably somewhere here. He'll probably link it somewhere here. Uh-huh. <laughs> here. <laughs> it's here. I've always wanted or to here. say it. Or there. The link is somewhere or here. Or, or here. here. Or, here. <laughs> or in the description below. Somewhere there. Mm-hmm. All right, so like a quick, quick, quick uh, introduction of our guest. Most people, once I introduce them, they're like, this, they're like man, I should have a Wikipedia. <laughs> so question, yeah. do you have, do you have a, a Wikipedia? Wiki? I'm about to. Okay, yeah. that's, okay. that's a good answer. <laughs> that's a good answer. So our guest today, again, is Onyango Chieno, also known as Rick's Poet, right? Or just Rick's. So he's a poet, a writer, and an activist based in Nairobi, Kenya. He's known as a chief campaign campaigner for mental health issues, and uh, he discusses a lot of trauma 
and just basically he's a guy we go to when we're trying to be better versions of ourselves mm-hmm. yeah is that, then, is that okay pretty did that much, do you justice pretty much, yes. that's okay yes. pay me to write your wiki <laughs> 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 pay me to write your wiki <laughs> Yeah, good work. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, welcome. Yeah, thank you. This is our space, safe space. Yeah. Yeah. What he said today. Yes. <laughs> He's actually a fan of the podcast. Uh, yes. Yeah, He's been watching and listening to us. Mm-hmm. Any favorite episodes? No pressure. I won't pressure. share today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this might become your favorite. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it just your might favorite. be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy your time with us. We won't keep you. Promise. Well, I'm okay with staying. It's just, yeah, I like See? Talking. Everyone no has fun, fun on this podcast. No <laughs> cool peeps. Come over. Yeah. Please, if you want to be on the podcast, just contact us. We should have actually Get a contact form. Get on the Discord. We should have a contact form for like In guests. the Discord, babe. Yeah. I have people I know who should be here. Okay, I'll, I'll see you. him. We will, yes, we will take that yeah. list. <laughs> also join the Discord. Right. <laughs> Okay, so now... Because I'm strange as I am Discord in my head is just disco. I also almost thought that... Yeah, it's... it's yeah, it's, the yeah, yeah. Then there was like <laughs> a D at the end. I was like, oh, it's a whole word. Discord, guys. <laughs> so we're moving on to everybody's favorite episode, Women in the News. It's a fun little segment yes. where... We Did talk I about say women. episode? Yeah, you said episode. Segment. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's okay. That's Everyone's yeah. favorite segment. You see how fun it is to co-host. When you miss a step, someone's like, I got you. <laughs> women Everyone's, in the news. Yes. So it's a segment where we talk about women who are impacting the news. Because we noticed um, clearly in this country, it's like... Not men, even in this country. Men are the only people who yeah. hit the news. And then women are always in the news for very... By the way, things very by the way, things, yeah. and it's always wife of girlfriend <laughs> of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah socialite, mm-hmm. yeah. So, this is our spin on it. So, we just highlight people who are doing crazy and good, like, bad, ugly stuff, and then so, between, yeah. Because, like last week, um, we had Azilia Banks that was she was part of the women in the new segment. With her witchcraft. Which her, which her, with her, with her witchcraft. That episode drops next week, so. It's coming next week. <laughs> that one was crazy. I loved, I loved that one. Wow. So Azalea Banks dug up her old cat and made it interest you. And conceived it. <laughs> People are serious with life. Man. Yeah. Wow. Witchery, witchery is big right now. So for this week, I have two women. I also have one. Can I go on f- first before I forget? Yes, and you're yes. going to have to remind me her name because you're the one who sent me this video. Uh-huh. Hitra. Hit- oh, Jane Mugo. Yes, Jane Mugo, <laughs> yes. If you all don't know who Jane Mugo is, uh-huh. you must not be on Twitter. <laughs> I think on the internet. Everyone knows. Because she's she a meme. I saw South Africans <laughs> using her as a meme now. Was it the one where she was kicking? Yes. Damn. I, I looked at I was like, what? I know I'm about women empowerment, but what are your thoughts? Did you catch Jean Mugo? I did. I mean, it was all over. Uh-huh. <sighs> what did you feel? Well, there was a. There <laughs> I was love a... how Be you are choosing your wife. Like safe space, safe space. <laughs> I mean, I'm also all about women empowerment. Yeah. Um, but Anachoma. Man, everybody with their trade, man. Anachoma. Do what you gotta do to hustle, man. Like, yo, it was comedy, man. Yo, me, I feel like she's finessing. 
Listen, get your bag, sis. She's, she's finessing me. Get your bag, sis. But me, I'm telling you, like, if there's episode two, BBC, <laughs> BBC, I need a follow-up episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Kakini. Me, I'd watch it, for real. I want to know who, you know, like, you watch such things, and then when she said that she gave the teddy bear camera somewhere, I want to know if it worked. <laughs> like, is there, like, a, what's the nini called? A Yelp page where her customers give reviews. May I, I'd love to read the Yelp yeah. on if her services actually worked. That's the thing I'm interested in. But there's a rumor I had on the internet streets that it's this one was like um like how do you say like when you when big people are looking for you, so you have emotional outbursts and these kind of theatrical things, so that guys know like in case anything happens to me. Like at least uh, I'm this person. This is like a trail, right? right Yeah. So that was like also part of it as well. That's interesting. So it's like, please, all of you know me in case anything happens, in case I disappeared. Okay. Like, but you didn't hear it from me though. (laughs) In case you're also disappeared, I'm just reporting. (laughs) It is alleged. (laughs) You know, like you need to, you need to put it there, like allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know anything. Hurry in post. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Alleged. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's your. That is my remaining. I was thoroughly amused, (laughs) thoroughly entertained. At which point did you lose your composure? You know, at first I was like, this is some nonsense. I need time to watch it properly. Let me stop, finish my work, my actual work, and then now allocate proper time to watch this nonsense. Uh And then I was like, wow, (laughs) legit. Okay. And then I was like, this is on BBC. So everybody in the world is seeing our, you know, like, Vitu's a home. Yeah, exactly. Vitu's a home as Faikuniniwa. And then the whole world is seeing this nonsense. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed for us. Wait, but I'm guys, also very entertained. Guys are trading her off to Trinidad, Mauritius. I don't know where we are. Mm. Where are the legacy, man. She's not one of us. I lost my composure when she made her chef eat the food. Before her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, it was... Is this oh, real? Oh, I have hidden cameras everywhere. And real? then I proceed to show you where all my hidden cameras are. I'm like, is this real? To is this real? <laughs> I, mean, uh-uh. I mean, that, that was like, that was, that was for me. But now, like, my top two moments watching that thing mm-hmm. was when she did the taekwondo. Yeah. Who are you fighting? You can't even kick above my knee. Like, who are you fighting? Like, you know, uh, Charlie One is there to protect her, so it's fine. You know that thing? <laughs> like, the Charlie One thing? You know, I was like, Charlie, like, Charlie I was waiting one. for the no. rest to be Tango Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> like, Charlie One. I'm like, okay, okay, guys. I follow. I follow. Oh, but you know, me, me, I'm telling BBC, please, episode two, please do a series. If there are many more Jane Mugos, I... I want to know about I don't her. want more. I just want her. Please do a reality show, yeah, BBC. I want to know please just what happened. That was very that was a like a nice relief from yeah, everything that was happening. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically what I'd say. Who's your woman in the news? So Who's wait, your quick, woman in the news? Quick ones. Let me okay, like now since we're in the jokila jokila, let me also just add another one. So apparently there's a woman in the States who laid her hair with the wrong glue. She used hardware glue to lay her hairstyle. 
and she's been like that for one month. Her hair is not moving. It didn't move. It was stiff. She's washed it 15 times. Stiff. And it's not moving. Okay, so like a quick breakdown for the Camille audience. Okay, listen. Thank so sometimes... <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so sometimes... There's a product. Yes. It's called Gorilla Snot. snot. So it has like the... It's, Yes, it's called snot, like yeah, snot, snot, like. But snot. you're supposed to use it to like lay down and smoothen your hair. Yeah. But she used this. It's called gorilla glue. No, she used the other one to done in the yellow candidate. Got to be glue. Yes, got to be. So like you lay your edges and everything. So yeah, you like yeah, have your cap ponytail and whatever. So she ran out of that one, which is the one you should be using anyway, like a gorilla snot or got to be glue. That's also what we used to like put on the wigs and lay the wigs, yeah. the lace front yeah. bizuri. That's yeah. So she ran out of the I love hair his face one right now. He's just <laughs> like wow. the one that you're supposed to use on your hair, and then she used the industrial one that you use on wood and yeah. cloth and yeah, everything. Uh, so she laid down her hair, mm-hmm. but they, her hair was snatched. I wouldn't she even looked front. bomb. She looked snatched. bomb. There's laid a person who the said gods. like when she dies. Put that shit on me. Like, she needs to be laid forever. Yes. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Her hair was looking Ooh. good. But the problem is now, that's what it's doing. Like, she can't... There's nothing else. She's washed her hair 15 times. It's not moving. The shampoo was literally sitting. You can wipe it off. You can top. wipe the... It was not penetrating. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. You just wipe the <laughs> the shampoo off. It's not even... Yeah. Lathering on there's her no hair. Just wipe it nothing. off. So now it's been a month. <laughs> And then for me, where I for I really like, I won't lie. I don't know if I'm mean or anything, but this was so comical to me. I'm so sorry. It was funny. Woo! I found it so funny. But then when the other video came out, like when she was actually crying, when they were trying to like put um, some sterilized water on her scalp and she was like burning. Now I was like, eh, hey, yes, this thing is serious. There's another video. Yeah. The only one I've not seen no, that No, there's a video where her sister was just trying to like put like... Rubbing alcohol because yeah. the Gorilla Glue company actually put out a statement and told her that you should use... Or she should have used in the beginning rubbing alcohol. But now that it's been a month, they don't also know how to help her. Because it's never happened to like, anyone. Like no one has ever used They didn't their think that would have been hair. a thing. Yeah. So she went to the ER finally. Um, yeah, that's how serious it was because now her hair has been in that state for the longest time and she hasn't been able to wash it. She hasn't been able to oil it. That means her hair follicles, like the thing are damaged. your hair literally grows out of, is they're under a lot of stress. Me, I was thinking she'd end up with alopecia. No, I think she'll just properly go bald now. Yeah. She didn't even have like bald spots. She'll just go Yeah. completely because your hair follicles are very sensitive, man. Somebody should give her like a wig endorsement. Me, I was even thinking Because that's, that's her future Like now. even the company who made the glue, okay. It's your chance. It's your time. To do what? Advertise. Give us a statement. Something. Like it, it's but gone on for like 48 hours. I There's no like way you're not saying something. Companies are slacking. Even the dude for where the money resides. Uh-huh. Nissan have not given him a car to promote. Like the fuck? But he's got an SNL thingy. Okay, fine. Yeah. But he was working. It was Honda, not Nissan. Yeah. If I'm working at I'm a car exactly. salesman for your company, why you exactly. not? Like jump on this train. But anyway. Yeah. That's a PR story for another day. So that's what it is. So now I'm still following the story. Probably we need like weekly 
updates. I don't know why this is lacking. Because she went to the ER, they sent her home with sterilized Maji and a bunch of other stuff. To pack her on her head. Yeah. So we'll just wait and see. I'm sure also the doctors were like, the fuck? Yo, she was being attended to by some white nurse. Even her, she was clutch my pulse. She didn't know what to do, man. You know, the key to her not knowing what to do is how you (laughs) described whoever attended to her. She didn't know what to do. I don't think it's ever happened to her before. So I'm following. I'll give you guys an update. May I want updates? Because nothing Weekly was updates. Working. Someone even told her to put olive oil on her hair and then sleep in a, in a shower cup. And I'm just like, no. But what will olive oil do? You naturalists need to be stopped. Yeah, it's you too can't, much. Mm-mm. Coconut oil on everything is not working. You have to go back and rethink the strategy. So the last lady for women in the news, um, I'd like to pick up a nurse known as Nurse Ruto. I've forgotten her other name. So she's a Kalenjin lady who relocated to the U.S. She works as a nurse there. And she wanted to come home and take care of her mom after some period of time. So apparently in the village, mm-hmm. there was a missionary who was taking people's kids um, to like send them off to school and stuff like that. And then later on, as she was talking to the other locals, it, it emerged that this man was actually abusing the children. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you caught it in the news. He was he was put on. Um, was it like he went he went on trial? The FBI got involved. He's now facing like a, a really long sentence. He'll probably get out when he's like eighty or whatever, because mm-hmm. he's like sixty something now, fifty something. So I, I I remember reading the story because it's quite a sad story, and I'm just there like, this woman is so brave. Because what did you, you still haven't told us what she did? She reported this man mm-hmm. to the authorities. She took the accounts of the children and reported them to the authorities so that they could convict this man of the crimes that he had done against the children. Because mm-hmm. you're sexually abusing them. Um, there's a child who even died in his care. And so he was just taking these children and just using them for all forms of abuse. Mm-hmm. And the craziest bit is his wife was also part of it. Now, the part where I got really annoyed is they were putting 15-year-olds, 13-year-olds on contraceptives so that this man could have his way with them mm-hmm. and it wouldn't result in them getting pregnant or anything like that. Because that should have been evidence. Yeah. And there's this crazy levels of abuse. And, you know, these guys are poor. They just thought that, you know, let me just give this man my kid so that my kid is able to come up out of this situation and get a better life. But what happened is this man is taking advantage of these poor people and their children. And the only way the nurse got to know about it is there were two girls who escaped, and now they started telling their parents what had happened. And nobody was believing these guys. Mm. And then I'm just there like, the Kenyan government, what up, Ministry of Labor, Unadu? But yeah, so she she took the evidence she collected from Kenya and then went and reported him to the U.S. because he's a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I just had so many questions. Ministry of Children, Ministry of Labor, Kenyan government, DCI, what are you guys doing, man? Because it didn't happen like Juzi. It happened a very, very long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to salute this woman for her bravery. She literally, she's not even a detective, she just decided that we can't have this going on. 
and she went forward and she reported this man mm. and actually uh she she said that the first time she reported no one was giving her audience so she actually used like a local newspaper to air the story mm. with all the evidence she had collected and then finally people started to believe her believe women please thanks yeah so i don't even know like after such a story you read it and you're just there like how do you leave your country to come and abuse other people's children aided but by your wife easier. like it's easier that way your god <clears throat> you won't be held as accountable and he's yes. not the first by the yes way. he's not there was that other missionary who was fondling children babies like three-year-olds two-year-olds these people who come to africa on these missionary whatever so i'm just there, like the kenyan government really needs to get the thingy up and then you know even after that like in as much as they've gotten a conviction there's still the trauma for, yeah. for the kids mm-hmm. so she's she's taking a criminal justice course and she said that she stood up in that moment and she she always asks herself what about all the others that never yeah the stories of the people yeah who they do. never catch my eye i never hear about them yeah wow so in in Susan's for uko improvised nini uko in Kaleland like they don't have anything yani that's sad like yeah. i think everyone just needs to do their job please thanks in Something. an ideal world right yeah. anyway yeah so that's it that. mm-hmm. um so that's it for me women in the news do, do you have, you have a, a <laughs> woman women in, in the, the news. news for you anyone who you would like encouraged. to highlight We always encourage our guests to share. Man, I barely even watch news, man. Just, <laughs> I don't know. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the news. It could also be somebody who's in the community that you've noticed or just somewhere. But no pressure if there isn't. If there isn't, move on. it's okay. Mm. Well, there's something um in the place I stay. Uh-huh. Um so it's like this CBC education thing. Yeah. Like parents are told to do some things like for their kids like homework stuff. Uh-huh. So actually today I saw like this woman who's making like some guitars for her child mm. to go to school with. Uh-huh. Like like you know this um just she took like some kasuku thing then put some hambao and then like this is a wires that was really I, a parent doing that I never saw I've never seen such a thing yeah. you know mm. and she was like uh, my son is like class 2 so I'm trying to help him do this that was that caught my eye mm. yeah it, it it won't be in the news but <laughs> this CBC is a madness yeah. is a madness yeah when my bro was doing CBC and then like you have to uh, take them to watch like pit latrines and then you take a picture yeah you take them like to the farm at they need to to Hold show the evidence land. of them like doing agricultural tilling things tilling the land yeah. not tilling the land Hoi. sorry <laughs> i'm sorry whoops <laughs> i cannot with you uh-huh. you see where your mind is um yeah cbc is a madness we are yet to see what it will do to the children might not be anything positive but god speed guys <laughs> yeah until then no thanks on the kids day Oh, cannot imagine. <laughs> Next segment, we no been. Yeah. So in this segment, we just actually he started us off on we no been. That can be a win. Yes. Yeah. Win shout out to the lady. Yeah, shout out to the lady. So in we no been, 
we just quickly state the things that we thought were trash, bin, and win for really awesome. I like what you're doing. Thumbs up. So yeah, his thing can be in win. Thumbs up. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not have anything for the segment. <laughs> Mine is personal. <laughs> to my be win, honest. My win is me. I am the win. <laughs> I started my new job this week. Congratulations. Yeah. It's Fighting going. capitalism. Fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm very proud of her. Oh, Wish you got speed. What she said wishes you all the best on your new journey. Thanks, guys. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> let's get into the topic. Well, it's not really a topic. A topic. But we're just going to take you through... Discussion. Yes. Yeah. So we'll just discuss. So we have like things. a few talking points. I say I, I'm I'm looking at him looking at my scripts and he's like, what is this? What is this? Uh, what is this? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we'll be gentle. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I be gentle, nice and slow. Mm. <laughs> if you're not okay, just say stop. Yes. Consent is important. Yes. <laughs> On this show. Would you like a safe word? <laughs> Do you want a safe word? Can we get on trace? <laughs> Where this is going? <laughs> we are three people here. <laughs> Could be translated for anything right now. Ah. This is the internet, guys. Ah. <laughs> you see how much fun we have? You should definitely come on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're hilarious. So, my first question. Yeah. When did you start to own your personhood? Jeez, when I was 16, mm-hmm. um, I was expelled from school. Okay, badass. High school. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was crazy though, because that's when like my depression was starting to manifest, but we didn't have a word for it. I didn't even recognize it was depression. Mm. Um, then I started acting out, so I was expelled. And then so the period of expulsion was mm-hmm. like mid, mid uh, uh, no, towards the end of first term. Mm-hmm. In 2004, I was in Form 2. Um, so the whole of second time, I was at home. Mm-hmm. And in this period, that's when I started writing poetry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I read a lot because my dad used to buy the Sunday Nation newspapers. Mm-hmm. So, um, this cartoon, net, cartoon word, something like Young Nation mm-hmm. was such a highlight. Um, so, and then I, I listened to lots of radio. I grew up loving radio so much. So in between that time is when I discovered who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when the writing started and storytelling as well. Mm. Yeah. So was it just, was, did you struggle or was it very easy for you to um, get to that point where you were doing these things or you were interested in these things? So what really happened was, um, I had a sister who died when she was uh, five months old. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I imagined that had she been alive at that moment, she had been, she would have been there like a shoulder to lean on. Mm-hmm. So I imagined that I'm writing a poem to her, you know, I'm just telling her about what I'm going through. And that was like the first poem I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, so I generally liked literature. Um, I just didn't know how much because, you know, um, from two, you're just getting to understand what life is really about. 
Um, but I think I just warmed up to it slowly. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say struggle, struggle, but I loved languages. I loved writing mm. from, from that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I've, I've just been growing into it slowly. Mm, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed for most people, their awakenings come in, in teenagehood. Yeah. And then it's, it's literally, it's you at 13 or 14 but with more experience mm. and oh, wow. yeah and oh. it's literally you just reworking whoever you are at that point because you really don't change that much mm-hmm. it's just that when you get older you just don't care about yeah. what people are thinking about because mm-hmm. that's why you hear like someone like Adela Nyango, she said that she used to write poetry and she used to be really weird when she was a teenager and she's now still writing poetry. Yeah. You're more comfortable in your weirdness. Exactly. <laughs> so now it's just literally, mm. and you're still doing the same thing. You're still doing so true. talks and poetry and connecting people with words and stuff. Mm. So that's literally that's who you true. are. Yeah, for sure. You're just more bold about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. So during this time, like when you're trying to figure out who you are, was that like the thoughts and conversations about who what a man is and all of that did that start happening around that no. mm. i was a child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all i cared about i cared about survival mm-hmm. i didn't even at the time i i i wasn't really looking at the world in those gender lenses mm-hmm. um i was more focused on surviving how am i going to get to the next day and the next day because um it's also a- around the same time that i also felt suicidal mm-hmm. um and i mean mom and dad were fighting nearly every day at home so you're so like your your mind is fogged with a lot of things um that the outside world is almost non-existent to mm. you um so this manhood masculinity things probably also started warming up to me the older i grew maybe mm-hmm. from 20 onwards mm-hmm. um but it was until not so long ago, like I had been curious around gender issues because um, I, I used to write a lot about gender-based violence because mm-hmm. of you know the violence at home um, and who men were supposed to be, who men are, mm-hmm. and all those issues. Um, I can't quite remember the time it hit me that, oh, I'm looking at it as, you know, masculinity and, and feminism, and mm. I can't remember that. Mm-hmm. But from the youngest time, I remember I used to wonder why I never saw my uncles cry. Mm-hmm. I used to wonder. I used to wonder why in my village, because, I mean, my grandpa was polygamous. Um, he he had like 30 kids. So I have so many cousins, whose, sometimes whose names I don't even know. But so the village was big. And so I used to wonder, like, why is it that I see my aunties cry more and they are, they have more, like, sad, sadder faces, mm-hmm. you know? And my uncles, like, when they express themselves, they are shouting, they are angry, mm-hmm. or they are happy. There's just no in-between. It's just mm-hmm. men are just in no extremes. So I used to wonder, like, why is it like that? Mm-hmm. Why is it that my uncles beat up their, their wives? Why is it that my dad is, is, is violent towards mom? Mm-hmm. And not the other way around. I never saw it the other way around. I never mm-hmm. saw women beating up men. It, it never happened in my space. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was very curious. Mm-hmm. And I think that curiosity is what led me here. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on modern manhood? Should I call it that? Like how people are... I feel like the conversation has really shifted, like what you're saying, in terms of growing up and seeing men doing certain things, women doing certain things. Mm-hmm. I feel like with our... Especially from like um, millennials and Gen Z, our 
focus or how we see the lens that we see gender roles in is a bit flipped from how our yeah. parents are so how what are your thoughts on how mm. that whole conversation is going i think i think gender roles are political mm-hmm. um they were created for political purpose mm-hmm. more than we think it is about order mm-hmm. because um in this world today when you have resources you know mm. it's almost like you become a fluid person mm-hmm. people don't care about what you should do culturally mm, it's true everything just goes yeah mm. man woman whoever you are if you have resources if you have if you're wealthy they don't care about which cultures you have to mm. follow in church mosque anywhere Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of a sudden this is the person on the pedestal they do what they want mm. so it's most times a control issue it's a tool for control more than it is about social order mm-hmm. um and of course there are so many other complexities uh, in between um i i think um you know when we were born everybody's given a script mm-hmm. and because we grown up in a very uh gender binary world where mm-hmm. you're either a man or you're either a woman mm-hmm. you have a script you're given oh, you have a vagina this is your script shika you have a penis this is your script shika and you you find that because of how heavily patriarchal um the last let's say 500 years 600 1000 years have been mm-hmm. um we do not know any other reality as you know the man is up there and mm-hmm. even father the white man is up there we mm-hmm. do not know any other reality mm-hmm. we do not have enough stories about a time when we had a gender fluid world because mm-hmm. those stories have been systematically killed Which and f- and yeah. faded off mm-hmm. so now we think this is the reality of the earth this is the reality of the world and yet it isn't because this hierarchical way of looking at things and hierarchy in the sense that it is a man who is up there has not been working for us mm. it's not even been working for the people who created it right mm-hmm. um so if you asked me i mean i could talk about this for the whole of my life <laughs> i say we are entities every human being must should have autonomy over their body mm-hmm. should have agency over their body they should have equal rights they should have access to healthcare and sexual and reproductive health they should have opportunity none of them uh regarding or in measurement of their their race their tribe their sexual orientation their identity mm-hmm. just because they are human they are supposed to have access to all these things because they are human you're mm-hmm. here you're not an animal who also have rights you're mm-hmm. human being a conscious person mm-hmm. even when you have intellectual disabilities you you are entitled to be very basic rights right yeah. so for me moving forward i f- i feel like we have to start looking at each other i mean even even in this generation z you're talking about mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. larger context still very patriarchal yeah. i mean sexual gender based violence today as we speak it's young people who are 
you know, mm-hmm. raping young people who are, you know, actually I saw a story literally like two days ago of some guy who beat up his girlfriend and oh, yeah, some young dude, mm, man, yeah. you know, and You're I mean, you just check on Twitter. Actually. Yeah. yeah, That dude is barely 25 maybe even because, mm. I mean, even just, just be on Twitter today, Kenyan mm-hmm. KOT, and you see, uh, like, let's say like a woman came out saying they were raped and everything. The people who are first there to vilify them. Very young men. Very young men. So that seed is still there. It's still in a lot of us because mm. we think we are entitled to women's bodies. That's what we've known for the longest time. Mm. Um, and it's killing us. It's not just killing women. It's killing us. It's, it killed us first before we even started acting out to, mm-hmm. to, to women and children around us. Mm-hmm. So to move forward, we, we have to recalibrate our understanding of, of, of gender, gender roles. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to know that relationships, we, are, we were created to be in harmony, not for conquest. We mm-hmm. were created to be in harmony mm-hmm. as human beings. Um, so we have to respect each other's... Each other's um, autonomy and agency and say if we are getting into a relationship we agree how we want to live in that relationship mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you want me as a guy let's say i'm assuming heterosexual you want me as a guy and i'm comfortable with it to be the breadwinner and you want to be you want to chill at home we agree mm-hmm. right um if we, if we both want to be working we also agree mm-hmm. do we want to have children we agree do we not want to have children we agree um and i also believe that being part of a culture does not mean you have to exercise all cultural practices mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah you are you are part of a culture as part of your identity and your agency gives you should give you rights to to know okay this one i'm not going to take part in mm-hmm. this one i'm not going to it doesn't stop me from being a luo mm-hmm. it doesn't stop you from being a kikuyu but there are things that you feel do not speak to you mm-hmm. you know and and you know the way we've we've also imagined that culture is very static like it's not something that moves mm-hmm. and yet human beings are growing all the time anything that has life flows yeah, yeah. but we all of a sudden when we think of african culture it's that kind of thing that is there that yeah. doesn't move some cobweb at the corner mm-hmm. you know so man i can i can say so much someone said i don't know if you've talked about this before it's only african culture that that does not adapt to okay like for example um, places where Christianity has gone around the world, yeah. like um, Asia, like India and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they incorporate Christianity into their culture. Mm-hmm. But here, Christianity is above our Africanness. Mm. I think it's it I mean? yeah, it goes we back don't, to Nene. Yeah, like even like for example colonization and all of those things. Um our first guest, his name was Gift. Gift was telling us a story at one point where he had gone to a wedding in France and after the ceremony in the church, it was the priest who was serving them wine yeah. at the party mm. after. And he <laughs> were, they were like, hey, your priest is serving wine. It's like, yeah, it's, it's French it's culture for culture. us to drink wine. Yeah. So that also like opened up. My, it's like we have made religion paramount to everything. Mm. But yet, you know, the whole um, conversation for are we... Christian Africans or African Christians? Yeah. Which, f- for me, I feel like all these things, religion and culture, they're made by people. 
So people are the culture, people are the religion. But I think in our African context, as he said, we treat them as very abstract things. They're never things we can even relate to, we mm -hmm. can even dismantle. It's always something that you follow. And I remember someone even said that um, culture is just peer pressure from dead people. It's true. Because what, <laughs> like literally, like what worked for them, worked for them, but you're in a different context. Mm -hmm. And you're, you know, you're trying to put that there. And then I feel like for the modern man right now, um, there's this thing for, you know, they grew up seeing their dads being the dominator mm -hmm. in the home. And then unfortunately for them, a lot of the women who are there now, they've stepped into their power of, I'm not a pushover, I also have a say in that. So there's a clash of, I saw this growing up, I'm not unlearning this, and I'm meeting someone who, it's not that she's rejecting me, she's just rejecting my way of doing things, which is dominating. Can I give you like a... And that's where the conflict starts, I think, in my opinion. Like a very practical example. Um, in our home, in our house, mm -hmm. everybody is supposed to chip in and help. Mm -hmm. But my brother, who is our last born, says, um, my dad doesn't do anything. So why are you telling me to help you? It's the women who do everything in this house. And, why am I being told to? Yeah. A lot. So if yeah. you're going to say, even as parents, at everyone is equal. Yeah, we need to, like, oh, my son knows how to cook, blah, blah, blah. But you, 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 you teach better by leading by example, but not just saying, oh, this is how it's going to be, and then you don't, you know. But, you know, um, there's a famous um, screen grab of a, of, a, of, a, of a, I think, a TV show. Mm -hmm. um, where it, Okay, they said that, you know, you don't care about politics because you don't wish to change a world that benefits you. So I also feel like in part with a lot of men, why they don't want to really unlearn any of these things is because it benefits them mm -hmm. to have women subordinate to them. And I, I feel like that's such a, poor use of her resources because if she's your subordinate she's following your lead when she's equally as capable as you are what if you both sat down together yeah. <laughs> like half the world yeah more than half the world's population is women so what if you empowered them give them the resources that they need to you know yeah so that's, i think that's those are my observations about manhood and then also i feel like a lot of men impress men they try and think it's us they want to impress, but it's men they want to impress. I don't know what you feel about that. Man, I have a lot to think about that. Um, you know, when you mentioned that uh, a lot of kid, boy kids grew up um, learning from their dads mm -hmm. and doing what they did, um, I think it's still largely happening today in terms of watching men being the people up there mm -hmm. because even even when you see how um in commerce in uh, entertainment um all these spheres of influence mm -hmm. it's still that guy mm. if he's still that guy beauty products for men it's this puffed up guy mm. who has biceps and you know who gets the women yeah in the, in the in hollywood it's the same guy he has a deep voice. He has all this. He's macho. He had, he doesn't show emotions. You know, he's tough. So all of us subconsciously want to become that dude mm. because he has everything. Mm. So actually, this conversation is about resources. Mm. It's about resources mm -hmm. because these 
person at the top has the resources. He mm. enjoys life. He he and then he works less. Uh. And it's like he knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know for kids when you're a dude like you you grow up thinking because your dad was the one who seemed like he was controlling everything in the house then mm-hmm. he knew everything. So now in your subconscious that's what you think. You also think ah men know everything. So what's the use for learning? Mm-hmm. What's the use for unlearning? Mm. You know everything. You're the pillar of society. Everywhere you go, a man is calling the shots. So you're the pillar of society. So it generally means you don't even need to ask for direction. It's simple things like those. <laughs> yeah. You don't need you you're supposed to know it. You yeah. know, so the patriarchy even like whether you like it or not also teaches you that you shouldn't ask. Mm. You shouldn't you shouldn't show that you don't know. Mm. You shouldn't need for you ask for help. You shouldn't mm. just get it together all the time even when you don't die with it. Mm. And it that now shows in our relationships. It shows at the workplace. You know how many times like I've seen situations where your boss who is a guy does not know how to do something mm, but yeah. would rather go the wrong way and the whole team is telling him otherwise mm-hmm. but ego man mm. like your my way has to be the way or or it's the highway mm. so it's killing us more than it's helping us and I'm just like for for this world to be sustainable we have to do away with these issues mm. yeah so my next question is actually just on that. So why do you think vulnerability is important in this day and age? It's always been important. Mm-hmm. Um, and es- especially from, you know, because this is chick-centric, because that's, we know, why vulnerability is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I want to look at it in terms of, as a guy, mm. why do you think vulnerability is important right now? I know that's not the messaging, but yeah. why do you think it's important? Well, it's important because we are human beings. Mm. It's we are, we are human beings, and we are made of emotions. Mm-hmm. You you can't genderize emotions. Emotions are part and parcel of our humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story is when we were young, we were separated from our emotions involuntarily. Mm. Yeah, it was we were beaten out of like our emotions were beaten out of us. Yeah, in fact, most times you see how boy children were disciplined was different from how girl yeah. children were disciplined, and yeah. we were militarized from such a young oh, age. I have a very distinct memory from high school. Um, we went to Moy Forces for the music festivals, and I don't remember what this one boy had done, but I remember the teachers actually boxing this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm live in yeah. front of all of us and i'm just there like if that's what you're doing when we're here yeah. so what are you doing when we're not uh, were you ever beaten in high school no ma'am mm-hmm. my, my parents paid too much money for that <laughs> no like i'm just um thinking about it in terms of even like my, but friends what? who i know who went to like public schools and stuff like that uh-huh. chicks i don't hear many stories about like caning and stuff like that but in boys schools yeah. It's very it's the military. Mm-hmm. It was the ghettos, man. Like people are beaten up badly, and also bullying amongst the boys themselves. It was bad. So now already your home is a war zone. Then you go to school, you're in war. By the time you're twenty, twenty-four, 20, you're hardcore. You're separated from yourself. You don't know mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are. So vulnerability—that's a new concept. What are you mm-hmm. guys talking me talking to me about? You know, mm-hmm. they'll ask you those questions. Um. So yeah, like we were separated from from our emotions, but you see now, 
even on the larger context, mm-hmm. my theory is boys weren't brought up or aren't brought up like that for nothing. It is also political. Now, in the Industrial Revolution, um, when all this slavery was happening, colonialism, apartheid, all these isms that were happening, mm-hmm. men's bodies were being used to create industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So men left their homes, they went to, or sometimes forcefully left their homes to go be used to develop industries. Um, and all these buildings and cities that are coming up and all, everything. Um, um, and and it was in an abusive way. So you you were either beaten up to work, you know, or paid very little to do so much work. Yeah, mining industry. If you go deep into it, you'll find crazy stories. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. still crazy stories, and this is on a global scale. Mm. Um, so for me to use your body, I have to use you in a way that you are unconscious. Yeah. Because if you're present, you can't do it. Mm. You can't. Makes no sense. You can't do it mm. if you're present with yourself. So, so these things were beaten up. We, 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 they were beaten out of us from our young child, so that we can harden up as early as possible to be used as tools of production mm-hmm. when we became adults. To just continue with that capitalism to continue mm. with those you know um oppressive economic systems mm-hmm. yeah um so on the social side the implication was we we we, we started looking at women mm. as the people who we would who who we would expect to express emotions on our behalf mm. so we depended on women for emotional labor Okay, mm-hmm. um, because the world we already killed out there, we are toughened up, and but we still have that thing inside us that wants to feel mm-hmm. because we are here, we are humans, we want yeah. to want to express it. So now, because now we were also taught that women are a, a class up below us, mm-hmm. now that became the hierarchy. Like, even poor men oppress women, mm. and yet op- uh, uh, oppressed women do not oppress poor men. You get that? Yeah. Yeah. So it goes one way, but it doesn't come back. Yeah. Why? Because of that hierarchy thing. Mm. Um, so because we think women are supposed to serve us, when they act like they do not want to, now we force it out of them. Yeah. So now we become violent. Yeah, because so. I've been used, so allow me to use you. Yeah, you yeah. have, cause, and then because I know you're below me. Yeah. Allow me to use you because I know you're below mm, me. That's true. Mm. It's related. It's okay? true. So that's where it's coming from. So vulnerability, again, we have to go back. For me, it would be so insensitive to just tell a guy, open up, my dude, you're dying. They won't understand. My life, my life. Yeah, they won't understand, <laughs> and I understand. How I understand. You don't like talking it's to because me? yeah. Why are you not telling Why me you what you're? Yeah. How do you want me to understand you? You know, and even like during sex, like guys are so tight and all these things because we are so quiet. It's true. People yeah. are afraid to talk about the muse, Emma. Like we are so tightened up because all our lives we've been taught to perform. Mm-hmm. Just perform, man. Mm. If you're number one, if you show you have it all, your feelings don't matter and all that shit. Yeah. As long as you satisfy the other person, the other party, go on with life. Mm. But you also have 
emotional needs mm-hmm. that you don't know where to take them. So now uh, that's why, again, we depend on the feminine energy. But how powerful would you imagine had we still have the like age group and age set systems where guys were like coming together mm. and being being pamoja and yeah. talking through shit, you know, yeah. those things were killed by all these uh, disruptions, yeah. you know. Yeah, so I can't walk up to a guy and just tell, open up. I have to take him through his own life, mm-hmm. his own journey. And that's the work I do now. Because okay. I understand it's not your fault that you're here, man. Mm. It's, not, it's not your fault that you got to this place where you're confused about who you are. Mm-hmm. The world is also confusing you because it wants you to, to be in a certain way. You weren't taught how to be that thing. And then there's this violence you're exhuming that you're not particularly proud about it Mm -hmm. but it's all you know Mm. and your brain is set up like that now and 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 people imagine that's how you are born no Mm -hmm. all these things are just injected into you and so you need people like you who make you feel seen to Mm. make you know change is possible yeah actually that is actually a very good segue to talk about the next thing because now if we're being brought up in a world that is confusing you you're confused internally you don't know what's going on. It brings um, a level of um, like people starting to get depressed and stuff like yeah. that because you don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. And you touched exactly. on depression a bit in the beginning. Yeah. So the question is, why the hell are we all so sad? Like, this like a, all of us are just like... There's a, there's a sadness. Because my there's a video I saw. Um, it was a clip from people in 1982. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was coming out. I think it was a movie or something. And there was a reporter asking the public. I think they were fans of the movie or something. Um, and there were like three, four people. And they went around in like in turns talking about everything. And they were so enthusiastic. They were so happy. They were just there like, oh, I can't wait for this to come out. I've been waiting for this, this, that, and the other. And I remember watching that clip and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you guys are just... You're psyched up like this because you're gonna watch something, and I'm just there like, hey, Akias, we are just sad people. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I've met people that enthusiastic about anything anymore. Because there's a a statistic I saw comparing um, uh, mentally uh, people with uh, not what's the proper wording. Um, people with mental health issues in the 40s, people who are institutionalized, like in institute to handle the nini, are compared to teenagers in high school now. Like, that's the same level. Mm. Like, people who are just living their lives and going about their lives are the same as people who were seriously ill in the 40s. So that's the world we're living in. What, What is your opinion on why all of us are this sad? We are sad because a few people want to be happy and they want to use the majority of the rest of the human beings to keep things that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not, like the people who now have, um, you know, forced to be, forced themselves to be leaders and forced other people to not enjoy good resources. They want to keep power up there. Um, in simpler times, when you didn't have to think about a job, mm. you were happier. Mm. When you didn't have to think about bills, you were happier. When you didn't have to think about CG rent or where food is going to come from, you are definitely happier. Mm-hmm. When you were hanging out with your friends and, you know, time was was even non-existent. You were just existing. Mm-hmm. You were happier. 
So we are, we are unhappy and we are sad right now because our bodies have been brutalized. There's a, a German philosopher called Friedrich Nietzsche. He said, your body has more wisdom than your deepest philosophy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your body has more wisdom than your deepest philosophy. And essentially, if you look at the world, every day you're being taken away from your body because of how hard you have to work. Hashtag COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Corona, what the hell? You know, every day, every day you have to be out there doing something to survive, mm. just to survive. Imagine. Mm. So what time will you get to create mm. if you're constantly on survival? Mm. So because we are constantly on high alert, yeah? Bro. <laughs> like you don't even know the half of it especially us as women yeah <laughs> it's crazy yeah and it's a function of the brain so that sadness is a function of the brain mm-hmm. that being constantly on alert mm. there's a section of the lowest part of your brain yeah um, it's also called like the reptilian brain um bec- you know a brain brain is like a muscle so the parts of which you exercise more are the parts that grow mm. yeah so the frontal cortex for example is a place where we use for for thinking and creating and and it uses most energy mm. but now if most energy is being taken to make you survive then you won't think clearly mm-hmm. then you won't have time to create mm-hmm. you won't even have time to process emotions because you're not okay mm. so if you're constantly on high alert it means your nervous system is anxious Constantly. Yeah, constantly yeah. anxious. Your your nervous system, like the wires, the way our emotions are stored, mm. you're constantly anxious. So that means you're constantly either fleeing or fighting mm. or you're frozen. That's the manifestation. Mm. How does it come out? It comes out in physical manifestations like anxiety, more depression, diabetes, all mm. these things that are coming up today in, in disease form mm. are just trauma responses Mm -hmm. from systems that are not working for humanity and not working sustainably at all. Mm -hmm. We are sad because only a few people want to be happy in this world and they want to keep the majority of us out. That's just it. Mm. You know what uh, I was thinking about? Do you know of a country called Bhutan? Eh, No. So Bhutan (laughs) is a... Yeah, that was genuine. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? It's a small Asian country. I think it's between India and not India, China and Russia, if I'm not wrong. Mm. And uh, how they measure success is through happiness. So they have the, they have the highest GDP in happiness in the world. They're the first country to have um, to register a negative in carbon emissions in the world. Mm. So um, some YouTube channel I follow went to Bhutan to find out why are these people so happy? Why are they, like systems seem to work? And it um, <clears throat> happened that because it's a monarchy. Their king just said, we're not going to take resources from the country that are not sustainable. Like, for example, the forests will not cut the forest too much. Um, minimum wage, people cannot just be suffering to just eat. Mm-hmm. And once things were... Like, That's minimum wage conversation. Like, <laughs> things were restored back into a balance. Mm-hmm. Like, now, you know how hard it is to tell big industrial countries that we want a negative in in emissions in there people are like yeah what do you mean how will we eat but once people are like okay it's not a struggle to feed you know my children Mm. it's not a struggle to have a house it's not a struggle people like okay fine let's move with the times there's no Mm. problem 
girls should look up the story of Bhutan. It's very interesting. Mm. And also, if you look at the two countries that um, it's it's between Russia and China, <laughs> and then you compare the realities of these countries to what is happening yeah. in this small country, mm. it's very interesting. Mm. Mm. There's actually a therapist who said the reason why our generation is sadder and depressed and all of that stuff is because of our level of self-awareness. And I think we're in a world where we understand ourselves a lot more. You know, like in the 60s, 70s, you had a problem, but you couldn't really, you know, you couldn't really pinpoint where exactly your 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 shoe is hurting you. But like we have even the language for it. So it's like you keep finding new places that hurt you in your body. Mm. And it's extra stress because you know there's no way. Like what, am I, what else am I going to do to address mm. this? So she said yeah. it's also linked to the amount of self-awareness that we're currently in, that she even sees um, patients within our age group and she's like, where? Mm. If the therapist is going away. <laughs> 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 That's how crazy it is. Mm-hmm. So she was just saying, and also like the environment, just as you're saying, because there are some people much older than us, they were literally being paid to go to uni. Mm. They were being paid to go to uni. And immediately you finish graduation there's a job with benefits waiting for you systems are working man yeah mm-hmm. and then the same people in turn decide that you know what this was fun where we're locking you guys at rosafi it is what it is yeah. so that's just how it is okay let's get something more light-hearted because we should be discussing <laughs> stuff so what makes you happy how do you tend to yourself and your heart and your well-being what gets you yeah, hey, this life things. is hard. Yeah, life is hard, and um, you know, part of that being self-aware, uh-huh. um, and and being that most of us do not know what to do after you know, yeah, there's a hole in here, and you don't know how to fill it. Yeah, um, which disturbs a lot of us young people because mm-hmm. we don't have the same social structures our parents, for example, had. Um, so I am very intentional about taking care of my body. I live in a very fast world. Um, and a lot of my work is online, which, you know, um, is not also a very healthy thing. So I have to be very intentional about how I take care of my body. So I make sure I know I have enough sleep. Um, how many hours are we talking? What's ideal sleep for you? For me, six, seven hours. Mm. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes five. Uh, so when I sleep five hours, I make sure I have a nap in between the day. But I'm lucky, very privileged. The kind of work I do allows me to do that. Mm -hmm. I've suffered for years to get there, but Mm -hmm. I'm very, very lucky. I don't have a family I'm taking care of. I don't Mm -hmm. have a kid I'm taking care of. I, you know, yeah. But, and that's why social justice is important because... Uh, when we are talking about minimum wage, we're talking about, um, you know, today, like, for example, um, if you give birth, your career slows down mm. as a lady. Yeah. Nobody gives you allowances for giving birth. In mm. fact, in some situations, they'll actually fire you you're, for you're giving fired. birth. Yeah, you're fired because they need production. You, we need to keep rolling. Exactly. Mm. You see. So um, I, 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 I like food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nutrition You're is also preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah, very I important love food part. And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you like cooking, or I, is it the, like eating you know, no, or both? No, I I like both. Mm-hmm. I think, eh, hey, me being a fastborn in my home, mm-hmm. 
my mother did not want to know since you were a boy at there's no cooking in this house mm-hmm. me i could run a house as young as 12 years old i could run a house so i like cooking it's just that living alone having to cook for yourself all the yeah. time is such a hassle funny mm-hmm. that you mentioned that because food is directly connected to people yeah exactly yeah. So, so yeah the difference of having a meal with a person and then having a oh, meal man, solo so big it's very big very mm-hmm. big yeah. yeah and that happens with me a lot so when i'm with my people my friends like i would cook and cook and cook and cook when mm. we were doing it together it's mm. so much more fun it's less strenuous and all that mm. um so yeah i try to take care of myself like that i listen to lots of music i dance so much i try to move my body as much as possible um so the, in psychology there's something called somatic therapy or somatic experience mm-hmm. uh somatic means pertaining to the body mm-hmm. um you see now all those hard things you've gone through mm-hmm. your your brain could forget them because mm-hmm. you're always processing things mm-hmm. always processing things so there's such a huge backlog of information some of which gets lost in time mm-hmm. but your body stores everything that you are you have you're yet to heal from mm-hmm. your body stores them so that goes to your nervous system yeah so that's why sometimes people are taken to hospital you're not found with any illness people mm. are like so what's wrong with you mm. yeah it's because your body has stored all this anxiety all this pain all this trauma mm. so you remember like in african indigenous um life like dance was such a huge mm. yeah. part of almost everything mm. every ceremony mm. everything we were doing people were dancing mm. Then when that was taken away from us white man said devil worshiping <laughs> you know it's um, most yeah. of me I think it's just cuz they couldn't move the way people were moving <laughs> so they're like when you can't do something what do you do burn it well if i want to control you i i i, I kill everything that is important to you mm. that's just it even our, our museums were die were, were burnt everything was burnt mm. everything yeah so move, body movement is such a paramount part of your healing by mm-hmm. the way and uh, one of the um i would say um ills or i don't know it's english um of western psychology is for example talk therapy mm-hmm. is important but it's not sufficient mm-hmm. especially for people who've been through severe trauma which is like all mm-hmm. africans mm-hmm. you know you need a more holistic approach to to healing mm-hmm. yeah and that's now like the work i really am g- giving myself to mm-hmm. like uh, even in the counseling i offer people their breathing exercises on top of what you telling me what you went through mm. you know i give you exercises like go make sure develop a playlist when you're going to shower dance do something mm-hmm. move 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 movement is equal to healing mm. yeah so i i move my body i also i'm very intentional about my friendships because emotions and energy is really important to a human being Um yeah and a lot of other things I would be here for a year if I was to talk about. <laughs> it's your time. It's your time. It's your time. <laughs> yeah. We we're, we're on time. Yeah, so Are it's we? his time. Okay. okay. We're about to try to of time though. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the final question. Mhm. That was the final one. Oh. Was it? It was the last one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. We finished. Yeah, we have. Okay. <laughs> I like that we're like, oh, oh, oh we're done. <laughs> oh my god, we could have gone on for longer. <laughs> All right, so let me look at the clock. Do you have time for two segments or yeah? Okay. So on this podcast, 
we're very big on manifesting. Mm. So we always say one goal at the end of each episode and we invite the guests to also tell us a goal that they want to come. Mm. They want to see come to pass because mm. we believe in the power of words and mm. we believe in intentionality mm. and also these records mm. so we can always come back to it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so you go first <laughs> or would you like As to go first to give him time to think <laughs> if do well, you they're have, there but yeah. i would love to hear what you guys want to do first okay mine changes like almost every episode <laughs> but um for me one of my goals this year is there's a big purchase I want to make, like a big girl purchase. So I'm just, I like, I will be the owner of X, mm. you know, don't shout to jinx me. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the owner of, mm. you know, by this time next year, I will be the owner of X. So that's like mine. So I, you also speak as if like it's already happened mm. and it's not something like, I hope to, it's like, mm. listen. It's happening. I am Putting the owner it of into the atmosphere. But this time next year, I am the owner of da 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 da. So that's like mine for this episode. Yeah. So something like that. Okay. Yeah. Previous episodes, I said um, things I want to retract. So I said <laughs> I said I want to fall in love. You're retracting that Why? statement. Why is that being subtracted? <laughs> What has somebody done again? I had an AGM <laughs> with myself. And I'm like, let's See, put a pin in that. Maybe yeah. next year. Let's try next year. How do you put time into that? But again, you know, time is fluid. Because sometimes you could say X, 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 and then it ends up happening like three years from now. And then you're yeah. like, oh, what does this mean? Mm. But it's because, you know, it's always like at the top of your mind. So yeah. and you keep working towards it. Yeah. You're just intentional. Because it will come, I promise, subconsciously, for sure, somewhere, for sure, for somewhere sure. along the line. Yeah, I don't know I what else. What else have I said on this thing? Even us being here in the studio right now yeah. is a product of our manifestation. Because yeah. we kept saying we need to move to a bigger studio, we need to move to a bigger studio, yeah. and then here we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. for sure, manifestation, whether we, we know it or not, mm. is there. Subconscious words, are, thoughts. words are very powerful. Mm-hmm. I have two things. Um... I love when guests are so involved in that. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, you know, at the onset of this year, Uh um, so one of the biggest goals I had for last year was to move houses. Mm. And I just, I remember having a conversation with my my boy and I was telling him, hey, Manu, minataku hama imwaka. I had no idea where the money was come come from. Mm, nini, nini. Exactly. We're in the same was up. <laughs> yeah. So November got here, and I had the resources, and mm. I moved houses to uh, you know a space that I actually had thought of in my mind. Imagine, look at that, guys. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And so when this year was beginning, mm. I slowed down. My my January was very slow, intentionally slow. Mm. I didn't want to rush to get into my resolutions. I wanted to sit with myself mm. to just think through what I want to do mm. slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by the end of the last week of February, the January, mm-hmm. everything was so clear to me about mm-hmm. what I want to do because I had taken my time to see through things. I mm-hmm. said, oh, I want to do this in the short term and this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And believe you me, one of them was I wanted to um, do, because um, I also do like trainings on digital advocacy. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to get into this space a little more because I have so much knowledge. I, have, I know so many things, but now how can I 
share them back in a way that is structured and mm. they can also help me eat. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I got like four calls from people who don't know each other to say, we want you to do this for us. When you do Even as far as South Africa. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Search yeah. the intention, do your work. Yeah. And then... And then also detach from the outcome. Yeah. Because and, I know a lot yeah. of people, you put a whatever. Like, for example, for your house, if you'd said I want to move into a four-bedroom, and then you're like, mm, mm. if it's a proper bedroom, yeah. I'm not doing it, girl. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. that's important. Um, and um, the other thing is um, the one of my big goals for the year, I, I want to own a car. I'm going to own a car. Yes. I'm going to own a car. I'm seeing the car. Mm. And I see myself in the car yes. a lot. The church said, Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Come, this is a podcast. what? No, we call you for the, we call you for a follow-up episode. We're, we're doing follow-up yeah, episodes. Believe you me. You're driving uh, to the episode. Yeah, yes. It's going to happen. Because I, I think where I'm going with life now, mm. I'm needed in so many places. Let me tell you, sometimes like public transport is so crazy and you get so tired. I think mm-hmm. for me, it's my body. For me, anything that will take care of me, mm-hmm. I, I, want to, I want to invest in it. Mm-hmm. You know? I want to show up more with more energy because mm-hmm. I saved energy for my body. Significant, I'm a choker, I can't talk, I can't, I'm sweating, all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That in, in turn will help more people. Yeah. Because when I have more energy, I have more strength, I can speak more, I can share more, I can think more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, but one of the biggest projects I want to do is, um, you see the way sometimes I think women are a bit lucky in sense of, um, you know, women are very curious. From that conversation we had of like, guys think they know everything we don't think it's important to learn, to unlearn things. Mm. Today, even when you see, search through Google stats, women are searching for more things, for more information. They want to understand money. They want mm. to understand business. They want to understand relationships. They want to understand mm. all these things. Us guys are just there. Mm. We are looking for money, but we're not learning about money. Mm. So the setback is huge. Yeah. Um, so I want to create a, a workshop to teach men on masculinity. Um, I've worked so much with feminist organizations. In fact, for me, feminism has taught me so much. I wouldn't even know where I'd, I'd be without that. And for me, my mom was the first feminist I ever knew. Hashtag, mm. listen yeah. to women. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, in all these conferences and workshops I go, you know, women are being taught about gender, they're being taught about sex, mm. they're being taught about all these things. Us guys are just out here, just chilling, <laughs> you know. Expecting vibes. we are gonna <laughs> learn things and be wise from nowhere. Vibes mm. and vibes. Ain't just happening. Vibes. Ain't hey, just vibes. Mm. Ain't happening, man. Ain't happening. And when we are together, this at Jengani, just vibes. Just vibes, you know. Yo, vibes man. And so vibes. I'm like, you know, I want to with all this knowledge I've amassed, I want uh-huh. to create a program for men mm-hmm. um to teach them about being 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 a person being a man being uh present in the in who you are today um how can they know about emotions how mm. can men know about emotions how can men know how to invest in 
friendships with other men? How can men know how to take care of themselves? How can men know how to go and look for information that will be helpful to them mm -hmm. and the people around them? How can men recalibrate how they see the world as opposed to how they were taught to see the world? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I want to do. Um, and I want to do, um, like, set up, like, even if it's a small organization or whatever, um, but I want to be doing these gender workshops in the whole of Africa. Um, so the other day, um, BBC shared my story, actually. And yeah, I saw you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looking sharp. <laughs> Thank now. you. Um, what that opened up me to is, you know, now they translate your story. Mm, into to, different languages, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hashtag and diversity, yeah, inclusivity. Yeah, and what that opened up me, me, what it opened me up to is in the global south. Yeah, I hate that term. By the way, yeah. it's, it's I hate Muzumbu. that term. Yeah, I know. But if you look at the world and you see where us guys have been, uh -huh. yeah, that is South America, Kukujaivi, and the, where the the world seemingly up there is. We are in very different places. Mm -hmm. The way we see ourselves, mm -hmm. the way we see each other. Yeah. Um, I went to Canada for a fellowship in 2019. Believe you me, these are guys who had internet at home. They have all these privileges. And they said they didn't think Nairobi was such a developed city. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's 21st century, you know? And they, you know, so in my brain, okay, being polite and all that, I was like, wow. And like, yeah, I was telling, yeah, we also have Uber. We have all these things going on. We have so much, even like some of the things you don't even have here. Yeah. But um, let me tell you something that we take for granted in Nairobi high speed internet. Hey, Maze. By the way, you it's go to so many places. Yeah. South Africa, I'm looking at you. Mm, <laughs> and it's super expensive in elsewhere. And, and it's still expensive here, South but... Africa, I'm looking at you. But com comparing... You know, so many mm. other like places. Like, if you can get, like, for uh, two... Let's say three Gs a month for, like, reliable, mm -hmm. fast internet. Going to other places... It's, it's crazy. Doing your two Gs, like, yeah. for a week. And you learn that when you get out of the country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know... Um, but, you know, from that conversation, there are so many misconceptions about each other that we have, you know, for example, about what Africa has about the West mm -hmm. and what the West has about Africa mm -hmm. and all these things. Um, but now I want to create African men who are alive to those realities and they know who they are within their bodies, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I think that's the work I want to do for the rest of my life because mm -hmm. it's such a huge gap there. Okay. You know? Working yeah. on your purpose. Yeah. Come on. Be, we're here for it. We are here so for it. There are lots of people who need your help. I know. Nairobi. <laughs> You'll be busy. You'll be yeah, busy. And I meet, I meet these guys everywhere. We are everywhere mm. in these studios. We are uh, on the roads. We are, we are everywhere. Studio audience, come on. You know? Come on. <laughs> We are everywhere. And um, I think what makes this special is um, I try to be as accessible to everybody as I can. Mm -hmm. And it calls for a busy life, but I love it because it does not go to waste. Mm -hmm. um, and I was meant to talk. I was meant to tell stories mm -hmm. and to help other people tell their stories. So the goal is if I meet a group of people and I empower them with energy, because the stories are energy. Mm. The 
the skills I have, it's energy. And I tell, I make somebody curious about themselves. Mm. Then they pass it on to a kid somewhere or another man somewhere. And, uh, you know, you know the, the funny thing about this is in the podcast I run, I have more female listeners. Plug. Yeah. Yeah, Link in the description. Your, your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have more female listeners. And what they tell me is they bring their husbands and boyfriends to listen. See how powerful that is. Yeah. They bring their husbands and, and boyfriends to listen. Mm-hmm. So then this guy listens to this and shares it to, with their boys. Mm. Then they start listening and having conversations about that. And I'm juicy by the day I was chilling. I went to a TV interview and uh, this friend was telling me, you know what? I did a video a while back about uh, penis hygiene. Mm. Yeah. Um, and please look for it because <laughs> we'll our audience is largely we'll, yeah we'll, we're oh. going to link it actually yeah it's yeah. on my IG it's there mm-hmm. um, description and my friend was telling me they were discussing this at their local mm. what and I was like I I never foresaw that coming that's you know? your empire exactly mm. so that gives me motivation that yo keep Someone doing this keep doing this yeah. yeah there's so many people who reach out to me teenage boys who have been raped and abused and they don't know what to do like i'm here i'm living my purpose and i want the same for everybody we celebrate it yeah. so it's so nice and wholesome yes really quick before you go me i'm manifesting the audacity of men <laughs> that is what i am manifesting oh yani a man can apply for a job he's not qualified for and get it me i'm manifesting <laughs> <laughs> the audacity of a man to I'm coming for better. all the bugs <laughs> to make it even all of better, the audacity of a white man <laughs> <laughs> that is the energy I am manifesting I'm looking at you who come here to run startups you don't know men you don't know nothing men but you're still being paid mm. yeah, that's, you move like that that's 2021 yeah, that is the, what I am manifesting the energy audacity of a man where that do is you guys want. want to go with this podcast where mm. Mm. Wow, can we talk about that? Are you too manifesting things? Off air. We can talk, we about, can talk that. about it off air. Yes. At least wow. we have something to talk about off air. Yes. But what you can say is our key goal is to be disruptive mm-hmm. and to give you impactful stories. But we're not serious, as you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> but we're very impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just want to be disruptive because we've seen what we have. have it's not what a lot of people are doing. I'm not sure about anyone else, but we believe in our product and we know it will mm-hmm. disrupt mm-hmm. and it will be very impactful. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what we manifest. Manifest. <laughs> manifest. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. This for... has been so fun. Yes, it has yeah. an informative. Absolutely. Deep conversation. You can tell I love he reads it. a lot because he's like quoting. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we stand. We stand a well read king. Yes. Woo. So my guys, god this has been the bomb yes thank you for watching and if listening this far and join the discord and click all the, <laughs> the links discord. in the description yeah join the discord <laughs> join the discord join the discord and we'll see you on the next one bye guys with ricks out for now bye see ya how was that how was that